Good morning, everyone. This is Chris and Kumsa from the Kumsa and Chris podcast. This is the inaugural event. So this is going to be a little bit sloppy. Yep. And no, we're not drunk. It's just how it is today. Uh, today is Friday, February 12th. Happy Chinese New Year's to my Asian peeps. Gong Yi Fat Choi. Yes, yes. I probably said that all wrong because I wasn't born there. <laughs> but without further ado, I'd like to introduce my co-host, my partner in crime, Mr. Kumsa Hassan. Thank you for the nice introduction. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Chris, uh, what's the, uh, can you give them the email address uh, for the topics and conversations? So we just started up a new email address. It is kumsachrispodcast at hotmail.com. If you guys got any questions, any topics you want us to talk about, hear us rant about, um, we're two guys just from north of the GTA. We love the Raptors. We sometimes hate the Raptors. Yep. It's like being a Leafs fan, man. Yep. Like it, it's, it's getting to that point. Not as bad, though, to be honest with you. We did get a ring. That's true, because I'm... I'm a little bit older than you, and I've never seen the Leafs win in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a. I mean, they come close, but uh, not not close to winning. But I mean, we have we always start off good, and then it just kind of tapers off. You know, whenever they play Boston, it's always like, it's a wild card, man. It's like I get the shakes. It's like I, I don't know. I really don't know. We had them one year. We were like up like three games to one, and then we blew that series. <laughs> that's what that's kind of what they've been known for now, right? So I know, I know. Raptors, Raptors, Raptors. They had a series last Thursday where they were fumbling the ball and throwing the ball off the backboard. It looked like a kids game uh versus Boston. It was pretty embarrassing to to watch, sorry. Um overall they've been up and down this season. Really looking forward to uh, to see where we stand in the Eastern Conference Finals, and hopefully uh, we get that Andre Drummond trade, and you know we say goodbye to Larry for now. Uh, respect to him, though. <laughs> I'm kind of sad to see if that gets executed. He put his house on the market, right? So I know, I know. So um, I would be sad to see him go. He would always be a Raptor in my heart. You know, I'd always cheer for him no matter what side he's on. Raptors um, Hall of Fame for sure. Oh, greatest rapper of all times, I think, hands down. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anyone that even comes close. Uh, DeMar and Vince, maybe. But, DeMar, you know. they'll get honorable mentions, but they wouldn't be <laughs> the greatest of all times. I, I don't think you can name them that. They don't uh, have a ring. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> you can't be the greatest without the ring. That's true. You know, I agree. I agree. Uh, you want? Let's uh, let everybody know a little bit about yourself, Chris. Uh, all right. Um, I was born in Markham, which is just north of Toronto. Uh, grew up there my whole life. Uh, did a little bit of traveling. I worked all kinds of jobs. I went to Western for university. Nice. Um, married with kids, you know, living that suburb life, living that COVID life. Uh, so this is partially to keep our sanity, I would say. It's something to look forward to, something for us to do, and hopefully to entertain those of you that are still stuck at home or maybe stuck in the car and just, you know, want to know how we're getting through it. Yeah, because it is tough at home. Uh, same four walls feels like a jail sometimes, right? So Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I love my family, but... <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, we have four... Uh, individuals, I guess I should say my daughters, uh, they're younger, but they're all online schooling. My wife's working from home. I'm working from home. So my internet is getting a thorough workout every <laughs> single day. And it, you know, I'm in the basement. I'm the good husband. I gave up the office. My wife's in the office. She's got the big monitor. I'm in the basement with this little tiny screen. <laughs> and this cold is minus 20 degrees today, people. Like it is cold in my basement. Uh. <laughs> How about yourself, Skumsa? Well, thankfully, I'm one of the few that still have to go to the office. Uh, 
the reason why I say thankfully is because working from home with a family upstairs is challenging, obviously. And I commend anyone, like I commend anybody that is currently doing that because um, I get distracted when I see my family. I want to go upstairs and hold them and play with them. Unfortunately, like the work stacks up during that time. Um, but as you know, we did welcome a new one to the family last July. So the work-life balance is tricky when I'm working from home, but you know. Uh, both of us have two little girls, right? So that's yeah, girl dads, man, just yeah. like Kobe, rest his soul, rest in peace, brother. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you have the whole schooling situation. Like both my daughters, my youngest one is four, so she's in JK, right, junior kindergarten, and um, so she's got her Chromebook. I set them all up, got them. You know, they all have a little monitor as well now, so everyone's got bigger monitors than me. <laughs> and <laughs> funny enough, or not funny enough, um, there was an outbreak in her class, so she was virtually schooling. There's only four of them online and there was like 20 kids in the class something like that they had an outbreak probably two months into the school year and the next day bam zoom call 25 four-year-olds on a zoom call so comedy at its finest i must say <laughs> i mean i feel for those teachers they had i think three of them online trying to sort out everyone because you got these 25 little tiny screens <laughs> and only one person can talk at a time and only one person can talk at a time <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on because they're all still new at the Zoom thing. <laughs> but it's it's just what it is now, man. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, crazy you throw times. everything up to COVID. Yeah. All right? Crazy times. What have you been doing, though, to keep your sanity? Um, well, I can lie and tell you I've been working out and, uh, and trying new things. <laughs> I mean... I can see you sitting across from me. I know you've been working out. <laughs> yeah, 100%. No, I've, I've literally been uh, binge-watching TV shows. Uh, so I can give you amazing updates on any kind of TV shows that have recently come out. Um, uh, I've always had a thing for music, so listening to all kinds of different new music that's been coming out um, and just enjoying and so enjoying my time with my family, number one, uh, making use of this time, but also uh, working on myself, self-betterment, improvement, right? So I've been doing some coaching on the side, like um, have people... Um, Coach me. You've always been a mentor to me. So, I mean, uh, learning from you make people. Make me sound old, man. Oh, yeah. Watch yourself. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Got a few years on me. <laughs> I'm playing, though. Um, you mentioned Western. Um, what did you do at Western for extracurricular? Oh, dude. You're really going to go there on the first one. First one. We got we to gotta let them know. Oh, man. <laughs> so... Western is known for a lot of things. I mean, we got sogging. Yes, I live there. Yes, it's, most of that stuff is true. Um, but the other thing that they're known for, the actually most winningest team yep. in Western is Oh, the just so everybody knows, I got a little grin on my face. So yeah, what would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, I was on the Western cheerleading team. Um, I did compete in nationals. Yes, I did win one national champions. I, I didn't stick around for multiples like uh, many of my other friends. Um but yes, I did cheerleading. That's, uh, what got you into? How many championships do you have though? Uh, uh, I got a five through watching Kobe. <laughs> that's a callback for people. No, no, uh, no, no. That's good though. No, um, you still practice any cheerleading or anything, or throw the girls up a little bit? I throw my daughters around, yeah, a little bit, but. Um, most of my friends, they actually, like, cheerleading in the States is different than it is here. I mean, you, you've seen it. The movies bring it on. That actually was coming out right around when I was still at Western. So, I mean, there was a lot of recognition going on in the sport, and it was actually really good. Because how parents are with hockey here in Canada, yeah, it's cheerleading in the States. You can get a scholarship to school for cheerleading. 
for cheering you. So when we used to go down to the States, they would ask us, oh, what's your scholarship like? And I'm like, scholarship? We ain't got no scholarship. We pay for school out of our own pockets. I bartend on the weekends. I bust tables. Like, I do what I need to do. But these guys would actually get scholarships to cheerlead. Damn. Like, it, it, it's just like being a track star. Damn. Right? I mean, that's one thing I, I, I must commend the States on is that they really uh, do support their athletes and sports yep. and the betterment of that. And, you know, they, they help people get through college just by doing that. And I agree with that. I mean, I did sports all through high school, and I just did it for the fun of it. Yeah. But it, it is more time. It, it is harder to keep up your grades because, you know, you're busy doing other stuff yeah, to support time. school. So. Yeah, and on top of that, you got to work because school yeah. ain't cheap. Exactly, exactly. How about yourself, man? I, I know you and I, we kind of differ in the sports area. Uh, I'm more of the graceful sports, <laughs> the finesse sports. <laughs> you're more of a... I like the basketball. I like the football. You know, um, those are the sports that I've always been into. Never did anything serious like your cheerleading, though. <laughs> no, yeah. I will never live it down with my friends and my family. They always ask me where my pom poms are. <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. It's, it's water off the back. You know, yeah. it's water off the back. I don't, I don't even worry about it. You know what the best part of of cheerleading is? And my wife's gonna shoot me for saying this. <laughs> It's co-ed. I'm going to tell you that straight up <laughs> right now. That's true. That's true. Basketball <laughs> was not co-ed, no. Exactly. So, um, yeah, a lot of interesting stories. None that I'm going to air because 100%. I do have to go home to my wife. Yeah, I wouldn't advise any of that. And no. it is Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it what is. What are you doing? So my wife actually asked me that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I had a pass because of COVID. So stupid. Man. You know what? Everyone should get a pass, man. I agree. Was I, I told you about my great marketing idea. If I had a restaurant right now, a nice restaurant, I would just mail out uh, my deepest apologies. I'm sorry due to COVID, we had to cancel the reservation that your husband had made. <laughs> I would be first on that mail list. Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. That, that, that's your hall pass right there. Like if I own like a fancy steakhouse in Toronto, I would have mailed that out. Like, honey, remember? This restaurant took, we had to wait two years. It's a two-year wait for this table. I got one for Valentine's Day. (laughs) But it got canceled. (laughs) Oh, man. I definitely would be on that mailing list because that's, uh, I I would want something like that. I mean, I'm stuck now. So, like, uh, my wife was mentioning flowers. I'm like, what? Uh, Flowers? Yeah. I I think there's some great marketing opportunities, personally, because of COVID. (laughs) Like, the hall pass idea would be fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) your masks people wear your masks yeah oh man i've been taking up a crazy um a bunch of different uh new hobbies and activities and stuff because of covid so you know gardening picked up a few more bottles of wine here and there beginning of covid i i think i took it the way a lot of other people did was okay it's only going to be for a few months and we just kind of you know we hunkered down we, we did our thing bought lots of wine tried a few different scotches and whatnot um but now it, it's become more like a, a way of life, right? And we've just kind of accepted it. And, uh, you know, God willing, we'll come through with this and we'll come out on the other side. Well, so you're really going to just take the hall pass for Valentine's Day? You just asked her and said straight up. We'll, was, see, but look. we'll see how that goes. We'll see what I pick up on the way home. I mean, see, this is like, this is why I like talking to you because you and I, we think along the same wavelengths. Yeah. So, 10 year anniversary was 2020 for my wife and I. And like you, I am always the last person to go shopping. Yep. So my daughters tell me through the grapevine, because my daughters are just little chatterboxes, that <laughs> mommy got you a gift for anniversary. I'm You're sure welcome. That, I'm sure that wasn't set up. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Um, 
what did mommy get me? So they told me what she got me. So I was like, okay, I got to buy her something relatively nice now because I know what the price range is like, right? So, you know, playing my cards here. So I go to Yorkdale. This is back in the summertime when things were still open. Yeah. So I go to Yorkdale thinking, okay, malls are open. Let me go to the jewelry store. I'll get her something nice. She always likes stuff shiny. She wanted the earrings, I think. Um, so I go there and Burke's was closed by appointment only. Oh. So next day comes. Happy anniversary. I, I, I get a nice gift from my wife. And she's like, oh, what'd you get me? I'm like, I tried, honey. <laughs> But they were closed. Doghouse. How long were you in the doghouse for? I think I'm still crawling out of it slowly, oh, man. man. But uh, yeah, like went out for dinner. You know, I mean, dinner, everything else. To me, that to me, it's about time. It's a time. Thank you. For me, truthfully, the time is the best part about like that's what I look forward to when I'm spending it with my love. It's like you. I want to do one on one. Just spend as much time with you as I can. No interruptions. That stuff. You work all the time. I know. I call you about. You know, running stuff for me all the time, running yep. quotes, whatever. And any time of the day, Kumso will pick up the phone and he, he, you know, he does his thing. And me, likewise, you'll give me a call and I'll take care of it as well. So to me, the most valuable gift you can give somebody is your time. It's like I'm blocking off five hours yep. to hang out and do whatever you want. Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Like quality. But she don't see that, man. No. <laughs> like, I just want to hold your hand. You know what I mean? Like, go for a drive, hold your hand. Just That's dri- right. you know, talk, music on low, just chill. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got no bling, man. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> I just remembered something. You got, you both had the same birthday, right? We do. <sighs> we do, which, I, I mean, I've been pitching this for, like, since we've ever met. Let me guess, it's a null it out. Like, you buy what you want, yeah. I buy what I want, we both get what we want, and we're both happy. There's no need to buy gifts for each other now, is there? Yeah. How's that worked out? Never. <laughs> Never ever worked. <laughs> oh, man. I think, I think I've think i only got one birthday gift that and I it's actually a want. Big, it's a big year for her this year, eh? Is it? Yeah, I can't say of the course. number. Of course, no, of you course. You know, I can't say the number, but, of course. but it, it's one of those... It's two five. Those, those monumental numbers. It's the two five, it's yeah, the, yeah. It's the, it's the two five yeah. for <laughs> some number of times, but yeah. So, you know, she wanted to do like, you know, South Beach or Vegas with her friends, and I've been cool with that, Yeah, but yeah. it's COVID, so yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. You know what, though? What about buying tickets now for the future? I don't know. I, I have credits to use, so like I said, it was our 10-year anniversary, so... Like the prices are dirt cheap right now. So. They are. So, I mean, we had a cruise booked because, I mean, everything with uh, my wife and I, it's, it's always been cruise related, right? We got engaged on a cruise. Our honeymoon was on a cruise. Oh, nice. Like, we don't do it every year. <laughs> we only save it for milestones now. But, yeah, for the 10-year, we actually had a cruise booked. And, of course, COVID, we have a cruise credit. Mm-hmm. So this is part of my thing. It's like, look, I was going to pay for this nice 10-year anniversary vacation. It just happened to get canceled because of COVID. So I got all this credit. It's not cash, okay? But I already paid for it. <laughs> oh, man, I'm dead. You see my logic? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't the, the logic doesn't click, though. Yeah, I, could, yeah. I could hand her the voucher. Like, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Here's your gift. It's paid for. Trust me, I know. You, you will get to use it. It's an IOU. <laughs> it's just like cash. <laughs> so, Valentine's Day, though, man. Like, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. So, last year... COVID was just was just becoming a thing, right? Yeah. Um, we knew about it. There was maybe a little bit of precaution, but it wasn't anywhere close to what this was. So we usually would go out for dinner. I'd take, you know, the family with the kids and all that. We'd do a nice dinner or something like that. Uh, this year, however, I really don't know what to do because it's always, you know, 
the restaurant is mi casa. It's always yep. at my house. Yep. Right? So there's only so many times you can put out flowers and have dinner and, and call it something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Candles and all that stuff. So, yeah. But um, my wife asked for one thing. She said, I just want the kids to be asleep and to spend time with you while we eat our dinner. So Preach. Exactly. That She made it really easy. Um, no gift or nothing. So that's what we settled on. I'm gonna have to find flowers somewhere, but you know. I don't know. Like, does she really need the flowers? Does she like flowers? Flowers, flowers die. See, my wife would be like, flowers are a lot of work. She doesn't water the flowers. I water the flowers, yeah. right? And the plants and the trees. And if it was up to her, everything would be dead already, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm lucky the kids are still alive at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. That's two jokes. Oh. But uh, you know, I used to live in Japan as well, right? Really? Yeah, right after school. I went to Japan. So you went cheerleading. You see, so you put the pom poms down, picked up the I picked chopsticks. Up the chopsticks. That's right, man. <laughs> Yo, this is over. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, we go sushi all the time. Uh, we used to. Yeah. And yeah. now that's that's another thing. I'm surprised you're gaining weight because you're not eating enough sushi. I know, but the thing is, I'm not doing exercises, right? Like, see, you got you switch from sushi to fried chicken. That's the thing. That's the, the sushi thing. That Popeye sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, when I lived in Japan, I went through two Valentine's Days. And the first time, like... Did I you got... guys move it together? No, no, this is before Janet. Oh, okay. is... So yeah, I taught English in Japan, and all my students and, you know, girls I knew would, would give me chocolate on Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, why, thank you. I, I never knew this was a thing. So on Valentine's Days, girls buy chocolate for guys. Which like, I like this, yeah. right? I don't have to do anything. Guys don't do anything for girls on Valentine's Day, right? Anything. Anything. So there, there's another holiday. It's on March 14th. It's a month later. They call it White Day. And on White Day, guys buy candy for girls. Gotcha. So, you know, a little bit of a cultural shift. And then, um, you know, talking to my Japanese friends about, you know, oh, this is so cool. I got so much chocolate. And then one of my good friends, uh, this American guy, he goes, Chris, you got to find out what type of chocolate it is, though, because there's three types of chocolate. And I, I'm like, what do you mean? Like dark chocolate, white chocolate, and some other one I don't know about in yeah. Japan? And he's like, no, no, no. There's what they call hon choco, which means like true chocolate. This is the chocolate you give to the person you love. Hmm. Then he goes, the second one, which is okay still to get, is tomo choco. Tomo means friend. So it's your friend chocolate. It's the one you give to your guys that you consider your friends. And he goes, and the one you don't want, this is the, the lowest one. It's what they call giri choco. So giri means duty. So it's the one like you give to your teachers, your co It's people that just, I see you every day, your guy, here's your chocolate, shut up. Yeah, yeah. So the second Valentine's Day when I was getting chocolates, I was always asked them, so is this Giri Choco just because you want, you feel like you have to give it to me? Because like, just put that in the garbage right there. The gomi's right there. Throw it right there. <laughs> I only eat Tomo or Hon Choco. That's it. <laughs> How many chocolates do you have to throw away? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. It's uh, back to sports, if you don't mind. Would you trade uh, that one ring we had just for DeMar Rosenbach? No. Never? No, never. Why? You were at the parade. Yeah. I was at the parade. I, I mean, everybody. I mean, you know what? 2019, when you look at it, was a pretty badass year for Toronto. It was. Probably right? why we got 2020 hit was so hard, but yeah. Exactly. 2020 hit was just like, bam, the lights came on. <laughs> but no, the energy in the city, I mean, I was at Real Sports um, the day they won. 
the championship. So I walked outside. I was there with some friends, and we come out, and we're in Jurassic Park. We're, like, in the middle of Jurassic Park. And the streets were closed. Like, everyone was just so much energy. Such a good vibe. Everyone's cheering, screaming, whatever. And, um, you know, it was, like, I think it was a Monday. Yeah, it actually was was a Monday. Yeah, because we were supposed to meet the following Tuesday, and I had to cancel it. (laughs) So it was a Monday night. We went, um, like, okay, guys, it's, like, I think it was, like, 1130 at the time. I'm, like, okay, I got to go. I got to get home. I I got stuff to do in the morning. You know, I'm a responsible human being here. So I try and get a cab. And the cabbie's like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, oh, well, I got to go over to where my car is, which is over on the east end of Toronto. And he's like, he's shaking his head side to side. He's like, all the streets are closed. I'm like, what do you mean all the streets are closed? He goes, look around you. I'm like, you know, there's people banging pots and pans, making noise. There's cops everywhere. Yeah, mayhem. So he's like, you got to walk. I was like, what so yeah I walked basically from uh, Jurassic Park all the way to Adelaide and King yeah sorry not Adelaide and King those were in parallel Adelaide and Church just past Church yeah but yeah I would not change I would like Damar I love you you are you were all time leading scorer until Van Vliet took your crown yeah he did and you know you will always probably be in the top 10 in the Raptors Hall of Fame Right, you help build that house. Top five, top five, top five right now. But you know, future people, future people. You know, optimistic. So yeah, he's definitely going to go down. But I, I, I think there's no way. Even if you're Demar Derozan, you wouldn't want to take that moment away from the city. Yeah, Yeah, it was a raptor. It was a very beautiful moment for our city. Would you do it? No, no. I mean, to me, that's yeah. Like I, I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, that the ring does say something. I'm, I'm a Raptors bandwagoner. Because of that's those series, the you know, that one shot Kawhi hit in the uh, the yeah. final. I mean the uh, conference final. Sorry, you can't replace Over those. Over Embiid. Yeah, you know what happened too. My I was streaming. What was the best part is when Embiid played the Raptors again. The fall uh, was it in twenty twenty when he played them, twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, uh, where he played the Raptors for the first time and then he scored zero points. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got shut down. Oh, yeah. oh dude. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Over MB, that was beautiful. I remember my uh, internet was shutting down. And I was streaming the game, um, and I had to resort to back to like the eighties. Literally, turn the radio on to hear everything. And so the, the fan, shot five ninety. Uh, honestly, yeah. <laughs> so the shot, the last shot, he takes the shot, and it's just silence from the, the announcers, and they're waiting for it to drop, and then all you hear is mayhem, craziness. Uh, you can't trade those. That's got, that's got to be equal to uh, is it the Joe Carter home run? Oh yeah. Yep. Right. It was just. It was just one of those young. moments. I'm too young for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I was born that year. <laughs> yes, I, I was at the Blue Jay Parade when they won too. All right. Where so. are you? <laughs> I got a buddy who was there too. He told me they were flipping cars over and all that stuff. So. I don't remember that part. I was young though. I was I was in school. I, I remember we all skipped school that day to go watch the parade. So I think I was like maybe like 14 or 15 at the time. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, so what did you do after Japan? Like any, like what kind of jobs did you have? Uh, oh, dude, well, you know, my, my family's Jamaican. So, did you ever watch? Are you too young for it in Living Color? No. Well, I, I watched the reruns and stuff, and, and uh, I, I went yeah, back yeah. and watched it. You know, I love the Wayne's family. Exactly. So, do you ever see, remember that skit Heymon, where yeah. uh, it's the Jamaican family, the yeah. hardest working Jamaican family? Of course. And, like, I'm the pilot, the co-pilot. The, the, yeah. I've done. <laughs> you know, my family is we're mixed. We're Chinese Jamaican, and so I've worked all kinds of jobs, man. I've been. Uh, 
busboy. I've been a bartender. I've been in hospitality. I've um, I've done chemicals. I've done all kinds of. I I did carpentry. I used to frame houses at one point in time. Wow. Um, but you know, I'm a broker right now. Uh, yeah. I work on the other other end of the business that you do. I don't really want to get into it because uh, that's not the point of this podcast. Yeah. But really, what I'm doing is just it's about work life balance for me right now because. I have a family now, so I want to be able to spend time with the kids. And being able to work from home um, isn't really new to me. It's just new to have everybody at home at the same time. Yeah. That's the harder part. Um, but having that flexibility where I can drop my kids off at school, pick them up back when you know it was quote-unquote normal, that to me is more valuable than you know the job and, and the money and everything else. Right? It's the time. It's yeah. the most valuable asset you have, right? So, so what kind of job led you to the job that you're in right now? You don't have to mention the job you're in now, but what, what, what jobs in the past uh, was like, I'm oh, going to do this, I'm going to... It, it wasn't... I kind of fell into it, really. Yeah. Um, so I had, I had family in, in this industry, so they were always telling me, oh, Chris, you, you, you can do it, you're smart enough, you're, you're likable, right? Because, you know, we're client-facing all the time, we're always dealing with people. Yeah. yeah. And um, basically, the industry I was in was automotive manufacturing. So I used to help run a couple plants, and we, you know, we painted parts basically for uh, tier two, tier three automotive. So um, lots, lots of cars you see on the road. We probably did some work on them at some point in the whole production scale. Um, but you know, plants shut down, they get moved or whatever. And the last one I was at, um, they did some restructuring, so they let me go. And a few months later, they shut that one down. And my next job offer was out in Guelph, and I had no intentions of going to Guelph. Yeah. Right, so at that point it was just like you know what I don't need to make as much as I was making. I just need to be able to do X Y Z dollars mm-hmm. to keep my family yeah. uh, comfortable, and you know that would allow me to spend more time with the kids. What would you say is the worst job you ever had? Death. Obviously, this is the best job you ever had because you met me. Yeah, uh, right, hundred percent. We don't work <laughs> together, but we work together. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say the worst job I had was actually at a gas station. The people that you see at a gas station literally range from crazy <laughs> to to uh, like just a different dimension of people. To be honest with you, like I had people like, what happens when somebody's card declines once they've paid, like they pump the gas? Can't take the gas out of the here's the a car. hose in a bucket. Oh, oh my god! Right, so it was literally like, okay, I got to We got to do something. I've been in those scenarios. I've been in the scenarios where um, I'm fresh, just off training, and somebody comes in with like 50 lottery tickets, and there's a lineup of people trying to pay for their gas, and you gotta juggle that. So that was definitely the worst. Uh, you get yelled at for the like craziest things. Um, that, I would say that's my worst. What about you? What was your worst job? The jobs they've been very different. So I mean they've. They've all had the pros and cons. The one I would say is the worst, and it's not that it was the worst job. There's just one aspect about it that I really, really hated. And to this day, it, it's, it's part of my philosophy for all jobs going forward. Um, it's back when I was in hospitality, worked in a hotel, uh, busboy in the lounge, which is basically a bar back, right? Clean tables, restocking the bar and whatnot. Or I should say the worst part of that job was New Year's Eve. I worked every New Year's Eve when I was there. So I think I worked like three in a row. Right, and on top of it, New Year's Eve falls on the end of the month. Yeah, it's inventory day. Oh man! So guess who's in the fridge counting inventory while everybody's upstairs popping champagne? <laughs> this guy. Time and a half, though, right? Yeah, time and a half. But I, mean, I, I used to look forward to that. Think about it. You're, you're like you know, nineteen, twenty years old. Wouldn't you rather be hanging out with your friends and partying? And yeah. then, nope, nope. I, I gotta just go get paid. 
you know, there's a pros and cons to that, like you said, right? Like, I, I that was the one part I really enjoyed about the retail was the time and a half. Because now, in our line of work, if somebody calls you, you may be stuck working for another 45 minutes on a, on a weekend, on a holiday, and, you know, you shot yourself in the foot there, you can't do anything about it, and there's no time and a half. Well, it's true, but we don't get paid by the hour, though. That's true. Right, that's true. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pros and cons. It's pros and cons because remember, back then my wage, I think I think I was only making like eight dollars an hour back then. Like this, that's how long ago it was. All right, yeah. so it was eight dollars an hour. So what's time and a half? Like yeah. what, twelve bucks? <laughs> yeah, that's the minimum now. <laughs> oh right? man, you can't even buy GameStop for twelve bucks bucks anymore. Yeah, speaking of GameStop. Isn't that crazy? There's so many experts that have talked about it. I like, I do like the story of the little guy sticking it to the man. I yeah. do like that, but I definitely don't like the fact that they they shut down uh, the purchase. Mm-hmm. I think it was um, Robinhood. You couldn't buy, but you could sell. Yeah, the I mean, market that, manipulation. It's market exactly. So, I mean, there, there's enough rants on that already. I'm yeah. definitely not giving any investment advice yeah. regarding GameStop or any of those stocks. Uh, 100%. Me either. To me, you know. Brick and mortar store that only sells video games. Yeah, it sounds like a great investment. Um, <laughs> do some due diligence, people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, all right. Hundred <laughs> percent. Guys, we got a couple more episodes coming your way that we already mapped out. Um, let us know what you like to hear. We do have uh, the email kumsa chris podcast at hotmail.com. The next week, we have a special guest for everybody. Yes, we have one of the fastest of the fastest bohemian sprinters, Mr. Michael Reckley, a very good friend of ours. Yes. Um, he is a, how can I describe it? Well, he, he used to be a sprinter, yeah. plain and simple. He's a guy who, you know, used to run against a lot of other very, very fast people that you've seen in the Olympics. He's, he's chilled and hung out with the fastest man on the planet. Yes, he's chilled and hung out with Usain Bolt, um, very good friend of ours, and... Uh, He's going to be our first guest. Yep. He's beaten everyone because he's the fastest. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> That's a dad joke. We can erase that one later, right? <laughs> and so I'll probably leave it in. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're excited to bring him on. We're going to have a few other guests. Um, you know, we're trying to reach out to people that are in the community, people that are, you know, been working through this COVID, you know, showing what they can do, how they've adapted. And uh, Reckley's got a really interesting story because he is from the Bahamas. He's now living here in uh, the Durham region. He's in Pickering. And, yeah, he, he, he runs a nice little track club where he's coaching kids, and he can definitely tell you more about it. And he's still doing that during COVID. So um, I, yeah. I know he's got some precautions and he's got some online stuff, but he can talk to that uh, better than I can. So we'll bring him in here for that. And we also want to show love to the local businesses out there, right? So if you have any, if you have a local business out there and you're listening – uh, shoot us an email. Uh, let to give you guys a shout out and uh, try your services. Obviously, support the local businesses during these times. So uh, yeah, I mean, just reach out to us and let us know again if you guys have any topics you want to hear next time. Yeah. So uh, until next week, um, we record on Fridays. That's the plan. We'll probably post this Tuesday or Wednesday. Yep. And uh, yeah, until next time, stay safe, stay warm if you're in Toronto. Yep. Mask up mask up uh, eat your veggies (laughs) and yeah we'll chat soon yeah man take it easy